Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hey! Hi! Welcome to the Port Charles 411, all about Holly Sutton. And we are recording this before watching the week's episodes. So the only information we have at this point is last week, Robert heard that Holly had died. Yes. And before... That's as far as... Oh, sorry. I was going to say that's as far as um, any information online went to whenever I was doing the research. So before we get into all of that, though, I do want to... Just remind everyone that this coming Sunday, May 3rd, is going to be our first virtual book club meeting, and you can go on Facebook and look for General Hospital Fan Book Club, and we're going to be talking about Maurice Bernard's book, Nothing General About It. So join us. Okay. I'm ready for you to jump into Holly. (laughs) Okay, quick plug over. So I used... GeneralHospitalFandom.com, which is always our favorite, SoapSheKnows.com, mm-hmm. and lots and lots and lots of YouTube. Yes, that's what I did. Most of YouTube. It was a rabbit hole because I forgot some of the storylines that happened along that timeline. Mm-hmm. And so I would get caught in that and then be like, no, 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 I just need to go back to Holly. It's all about Holly. Well, and so I feel like we maybe should have this disclaimer also is that we are doing our research based on the information that we have available through those resources. And there's a really good chance that we are not watching a lot, especially for me, I'm going to be doing back in the eighties when she first came, there was not a whole lot about her and Luke, even though they were together, like I could hardly find any videos. And then even with, and, you know, I could just be searching for the wrong thing, although you would think Holly Sutton and Luke Spencer should pop stuff up, you know, and I saw some things, but there's definitely a ton of information out there that we haven't had access to, or, I mean, I was one 
when she came. Nope. <laughs> Hold on. I don't know why you don't remember. Nope, wait, she she first appeared July 1st, 1982. I was born in September. Okay. So <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't remember this. Yeah, I mine was definitely easier because I could remember her being there. But there wasn't as much on YouTube in the later years either. If you just typed in Holly, it didn't pull up a ton of stuff. You had to be very specific of whatever storyline she was involved in. Then it would pull that up and she would be in okay. it. And that's the other thing is that there are side storylines that I did not want to get pulled into. So I did not do research beyond mm -hmm. that also. So we'll get into that. But if you're ready, I can get started on... Holly Sutton. Yep, I'm ready. Okay. So Holly Sutton is portrayed by Emma Sams. And it's interesting. So her occupation is listed some places as con artist. But there was one place and I couldn't find her. I couldn't find this page again. But it said confidence trick. And because con artist is a confidence artist, you know, like that's what the con stands for is con man is confidence man. Right. I've never heard confidence trick. Like, is that what they call the, is that what a female con artist is called? I don't know, but I couldn't find where I read that. I don't know. I like that better though. I, mm, hmm. Pulling a trick also means something else when used in a certain way. Right, right. I guess you have to clarify how you mean Right. It. So, and I wish that I had found it again because I, I couldn't, but I just thought it was interesting to see it worded that way. So the one thing I do want to point out is back in the eighties, they must've had an excellent budget because they had some popular music as the background music. Mm. So Holly was first introduced when she met resident bad boy, Luke Spencer, while skinny dipping on a camping trip. And this was funny because, so it was funny because Luke was sleeping under a tree and he walked down to, and he heard her splashing around or something. And so he walks down to the dock, sees her swimming around, her clothes are up on the, not like the docks, like the piers and everything where we know, but. Okay. And so basically that's how they meet. And he, she talks him into giving her her clothes back. And she's like, can you turn around and all this stuff? And as he's turned around talking to her, she just leaves. <laughs> and Luke was smitten with her immediately. They ended up having a one night stand. But she had actually set up the whole thing. And Holly had previously played a principal role in an oil scam designed to bilk the citizens of Port Charles out of millions. But Luke refused to believe Holly was a professional grifter and went to great lengths to prove her innocence. In the end, however, Holly was forced to admit the truth to Luke and help Luke to bring down her corrupt family. However, during her efforts, Holly was kidnapped, and Luke, with the help of Robert Scorpio, traveled to Vancouver, British Columbia, to rescue her and recover the money that was stolen by her ex-cohorts. And I don't remember if this is when we also got Mac, because remember Mac was protesting i thought he was protesting some kind of like an oil ship company. oh yeah i could be totally wrong but that's just why what i i wonder if they're together again did not go off holly 
After rescuing Holly, Luke and Holly returned home, but Luke was still hurt and angry over Holly's deception and felt that he could no longer trust her. They ended up having a terrible argument, and in a fit of anger, Luke packed his bags and headed towards the mountains. Shortly afterward, news arrived that there had been an avalanche and Luke was presumed dead. One thing that I probably should have mentioned before this, because 1982 would have been you know, the year after Luke and Laura got married. Yeah, Laura was presumed dead at this point as well. I wonder, we should keep count of how many times Luke has been presumed dead. We should keep track of how many times many people have been presumed dead. All right, so Luke was presumed dead, but in actuality, Luke had only broken his back and was recuperating in a remote hospital as you do. A grief-stricken Holly later found out that she was pregnant with Luke's child and that she was about to be deported. And it was actually really sweet. I watched this on YouTube and I only watched her finding out that she was pregnant. And I mean, she was just glowing and so, so sweet about, I'm going to have a baby. This is going to be great. But then she remembered Luke wasn't going to be there. But then she goes and tells Bobby and Ruby that she's going to have this baby. And they're just, they're over the moon. And then she says something about, oh yeah, but so-and-so asked for my green card and Bobby's like oh yeah that's what our country needs blah 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 and she's like well I don't have one and she's like well you know what let's go talk to Robert because he probably knows something about this well in honor of Luke's memory Robert offered to marry Holly to keep her in the states and help her raise Luke's child because Robert and Luke BFF that's quite a commitment for your friend yes actually there's a really funny video that I did not watch but you know that song my best friend's girl no, but okay. It's a newer song. Someone made a video. Hmm. Are you going to play it in the background as you read no. this? Does it pertain to that? <laughs> so Holly agreed and they were married. But unfortunately, after the wedding, Holly suffered a miscarriage. And this line says, through it all, Robert was there to support Holly and help her through and from there their love story begins. However, I have a very strong feeling about it's an eight section series of YouTube videos that I watched. And okay. Oh, first back to the song thing that I was talking about. Anytime Luke and Holly were together, the song Baby Come to Me was played. And when she was thinking about him as she was pregnant, the song would play too. Well, so then Bobby comes over this one time and oh. she's showing her the bassinet that she bought because she and Luke had seen it in a Luke didn't know that he was having a child. And she had seen it and they had seen it together in an antique shop and she was so excited that it was there when she went back and she was showing Bobby these clothes and this and that, all this other stuff. So then she goes to the hospital and she's hooked up to some machines. I guess she was, she was possibly exhaustion or whatever. I didn't get that part. And okay, so she was in the hospital for a couple of days and eventually she did wind up losing the baby. And there was a part where the song Baby Come to Me was playing and then suddenly changed to another song that it's something about like an hourglass. I could not find the name of the song anywhere. So if you know what the name of the song was, because you hear it a lot more in future episodes as well. But so it goes, it shows how far we really have come for the most part in understanding and being okay with supporting women who are going through a miscarriage because I mean, she had just miscarried the baby and she's just, she's laying there. She's depressed. She's, you know, not talking everything. And Bobby and Ruby 
basically tell her she needs to get over it. To quote Bobby, oh, where is it? Bobby yelled at her, it's over and she has to let it go. Wow. And basically they just acted like she couldn't grieve, that she just had to get over it. Even the doctor was telling Robert, you have to help her move on. She was still in the hospital. You know, it's not like it was, everyone's grief process is different. It's not like it was 10 Right, and especially still in the hospital. Give her a couple weeks at least. Jeez. Exactly. I'm like, Robert, so I started to write down. So when Holly came home from the hospital, Robert had had a charity come to get the baby clothes and other baby items, and it upset Holly because she had been preparing herself to see all of the baby clothes and everything. And when they weren't there, it kind of hit her the opposite way because she had been preparing herself. So... I was starting to write, Mm -hmm. Robert did okay, probably more caring than most men in that time. Side note, his home computer at the time was ginormous, because again, this was 1982, and it was just huge. And, (laughs) And I said, except for the fact that he kept telling her to go make him coffee and... I mean, he looked at her and he's like, oh, you're still in your pajamas. And she's like, yeah, you know, I'm just staying in these today. And like, he would question it and then he wouldn't push it and he just let it go. Well, then I scratched out that whole thing about me saying that he did a good job because then he yelled at her for being depressed and that he she needed to get some decent clothes on and get on with it. And it's not like they were in the middle of a fight and this is why it's never okay but it's not like they were just saying mean things back and forth and that's what he said it just came from her saying you know i just don't get the point in doing anything anymore that's crazy they're usually so sensitive about like we've talked about all the different medical conditions and stuff you would think that they would have played that out better but that's the way that it was in 1982 i guess so but that's awful (laughs) i feel bad for her now go ahead Robert and Holly were both shocked and dismayed when Luke returned alive and well. Luke was devastated to discover that his best friend and ex-lover had not only gotten married, but also actually fallen for one another as well. And this ignited one of General Hospital's best love triangle stories. And it was kind of crazy because Holly and Luke met on that dock that they had originally met at. And he's telling her, I can't believe that you moved on. And she's like, um, you died. (laughs) And... He's like, yeah, but our love was endless. And I'm thinking, but Laura died and you moved on. And Holly actually kind of threw that back in his face. And he's like, that's different. Oh, Luke. Oh, good for her. Oh, yeah. It's always different whenever the man does it. She totally was not letting him. But then he said, you know, they're just, they're standing there. They're professing that they love each other, blah, 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 blah. And... He's like, I just want to be with you. And so they do kiss and embrace. And she says about how he'll trust her. And he pulls away and just looks at her. And she goes, you don't trust me. And he paused. And he's like, don't ask me that right now. And she goes, well, you just answered it. And so she looked at him and goes, I love Robert. You know, it was very... It took that moment for her to look at Luke and say, no, I really love Robert. So that's how she came to realize that the only man she ever truly loved was Robert. Robert and Holly Scorpio went on to be, went on to become one of the most successful couples in general hospital history. Luke reunited with his first love, Laura, 
because she came back from the dead and that's something else that I'm not talking about. <laughs> but, so like, that's one of the things is that later Luke and Laura left town together, leaving Robert and Holly to continue on with their lives. And there were several times that Holly was like, well, you know, Luke and Laura are probably off on their little adventure and blah, 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 blah. When Luke and Laura left, the Scorpios took over as the main super couple on the show and helped maintain the show's stellar ratings. Robert and Holly were hailed by many were hailed by the fans and the press as the most romantic couple in daytime. They broke the mold of soap couples by being happily married, totally devoted to each other while never being boring and always being front burner. The chemistry, romance, class, sexiness, and charm of this couple would delight millions of fans for the next few years to come. And I really enjoyed watching them. There was this great storyline that is not mentioned in the general hospital fandom that i'm so thankful for youtube there was a dance studio scam that was going on so basically holly kind of just stayed home and was like a little wife like a little housewife and she was bored out of her mind and she's the police commissioner's wife so she has to go to the ladies luncheons and she's friends with tiffany and it was it was so good so he comes home, Robert comes home and has this file and she's like looking through it. And I'm thinking Robert really doesn't care that his wife's looking through his police file. Okay. And <laughs> she sees that this woman is complaining that this dance instructor is stealing her money. And so she decides to look into it. And so she signs up for these classes and they're $15 each for, but there's 10 classes. You have to pay for them up front. So it's $150. Barry Williams, a.k.a. the original Greg Brady, was the dance instructor. And I had no clue that he was he had done a stint on General Hospital. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. It is delightful. It is going to be part of the playlist that we post on YouTube, and it's going to be in the show notes. It was the best. And Holly had a project. She was going undercover. She was doing everything. And finally, when they got really close to shutting it down... Robert was like, okay, no, no, no. I, I need you to get out of there. I don't want anything happening to you. So we're going to send in a, a cop. And that didn't work out. And so then they were supposed to go to New York City to audition for this big Broadway producer or whatever. And she was supposed to call the, we're just, I wrote down his name. Oh, oh his name was Hannibal. But we're just going to call him Greg Brady. So she calls Greg Brady to find out what time the bus leaves. And she tells Robert too. Well, she goes there at one. And she, meanwhile, had talked to like all the other ladies and was like, yeah, do you know that he's saying this to you? Basically, he was telling all the girls, you're the one, you're the one. And he was like, you have such great talent. We could achieve in eight sessions what most do in 10, but you know, I'm still going to charge you for the 10. So, I mean, he was really scamming it, but it was great because Holly and the other ladies took these guys down and by the time that Robert and the rest of the police had gotten there, they had taken back their money and ordered pizza. <laughs> but it was, it was really, it was a lot of fun to watch. And the music that they chose for Robert and Holly was very poppy. It was like Marvin Hamlish-ish. <laughs> and it was just, it was really upbeat and it was a lot of fun. And I really, really, really enjoyed watching them and I okay I can understand why people are Robert and Holly fans especially when in 1985 
Robert and Holly's marriage was put to the test when Robert's secret ex-wife, Anna Devane, came to town. Now, here's the thing. I couldn't find a lot of these videos either, but I did find one where Anna had been lying about a scar on her face and you know how like Anna had been a double agent and this, that, and the other thing mm -hmm. and someone had been killed. And so like she was saying, that's my scarlet letter because it's the price that she has to bear. The shocking development drove a wedge into Robert and Holly's relationship, but they were able to reconcile with one another and decided to move to Australia to get away from the, all the unwanted drama. However, there are some YouTube videos showing otherwise where they are very back and forth. Holly confronts Anna. I can understand. Okay, I am not taking sides. <laughs> but I can understand why people do not like Anna based on this. Oh, okay. I, I can understand it because if you are the... It's kind of like... Oh, I don't want to say that. I was going to say like when Maxie was having the affair with Lucky, but it's not because she wasn't... Anna wasn't really pursuing Robert because he kept, she kept telling Holly, go back to Robert. You know, it's, and this is the thing, like, I didn't see the beginning part of what led to Holly and Anna having this conversation. And Anna's like, no, 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 go to Robert. You be with Robert. I don't want to be with Robert and everything. So. Well, that's good. At least she was trying to reassure her that they should be together. She wasn't trying to steal Robert back. And Robert was really, really sweet to her, to Holly about it. And I mean, he said, he's like, I don't want Anna. I want you. And I need to find more videos. I need, I'm, I'm going to. Here's the other thing though. There are, there is a lot of them, but it was tough to really streamline and pick through them just based on title to mm -hmm. not go down other rabbit holes. So they went to Australia to get away from all the unwanted drama Holly went to Australia first, but Robert stayed behind to tie up loose ends. However, just after Holly left for Australia, Robert found a, a young girl in his home, and it was soon to be revealed mm. that that girl was Robin Scorpio, Robert's daughter with Anna that she had kept hidden from him. After an adventure in the Asian Quarter with Robert and Anna, with Robert getting to know his daughter, he was finally able to join Holly in Australia. I like how they sum up after an adventure in the Asian Quarter. Isn't that when Robin was kidnapped? Was that? I don't know. I don't know either. We'll have to do a whole thing on that. So in 1987, Robert returned home to Port Charles with the sad news that Holly had been killed in a plane crash. So chalk one up, Holly's dead. <laughs> Robert spent the next few years mourning the loss of his wife and going from one failed relationship to another before remarrying Anna in 1991 after the death of Anna's own husband, Duke Lavery. In 1992, Holly returned to Port Charles, making Robert and Anna's marriage invalid. And it was later revealed that she had actually been in a car accident and fell into a coma, coma, not a plane crash. The coma had lasted for two years. And during this time, Holly's family did not let Robert know that his wife was alive. When Holly awoke, she found her husband engaged to another woman and feeling that it was too late to regain her life and happiness with Robert, she made the painful decision to stay away from him and to allow Robert his happiness. That's really sweet. That is really sweet. That's true love right there, putting the other person before you. Yeah. And when Robert and Holly's paths crossed again, Robert was shocked to find Holly alive. During their bittersweet reunion, Holly kept her true feelings for Robert a secret so that she would not destroy his happiness with Anna. 
Robert was hurt and angry over the circumstances that had kept them apart, but in a short amount of time, he came to entrust Robin into the care of both Holly and his brother, Max Scorpio, when he left town to find Anna, who had been kidnapped. And I did not watch videos with her and with Robin and Holly, but I have heard that they had a really, really good relationship. So that brings us to if Peter had Holly killed, it's still going to hurt Robin. (laughs) While Robert was gone looking for Anna, Holly and Robin forged a strong bond that became even stronger when the news that Anna and Robert had died in an explosion. So chalk one up for Robert and Anna dead. Before going in search of Anna, Robert had divorce papers drawn up upon Holly's request to dissolve their marriage. However, after his and Anna's death, Holly tore up the divorce papers in grief. Devastated over Robert's, quote, death, Holly continued to help Mac care for Robin and later dated Bill Eckert, Luke's lookalike cousin, before leaving Port Charles in 1993. So, do you see what I mean that I can understand why people might not like Anna based on this Yeah, that definitely makes more sense now that you have all the background out there. And they really were so cute together. Like, they would play with each other. You could tell that Emma Sams and Tristan Rogers enjoyed working together. Once I read my part, then you'll see why I don't like her. (laughs) So she'll be another one of those characters where there's sometimes that you love them and sometimes that you hate them. Which I feel like is how Anna is, too. Because sometimes you can't stand her and other times she's awesome. So... All right, so. Don't you hate when you're listening to a great podcast and suddenly you're interrupted by an ad? I know. Thank goodness. Stitcher lets us listen to our favorite podcasts like Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, My Favorite Murder, and many more ad-free for only $4.99 a month or $34.99 a year. Go to stitcher.com slash premium to sign up today. Use promo code PEER54 for one month free on us. So that takes to 2006 when she came back, and it says in February of 2006, Robert turned up alive and well, and this news brought Holly back to Port Charles. After seeing her supposedly dead ex-husband Robert on TV and very much alive, Holly decided to get even with him by demanding a huge payout for the antidote to cure a mutant strain of encephalitis that had infected several residents of Port Charles, including Robert's daughter, Robin. This was a very different Holly than had ever been seen before. So, see, I'm not crazy in saying she turned different at some point in time. Okay. Holly claimed that her drastic and rash actions were a result of her extreme hurt and anger over Robert really being alive all these years and not telling anyone. During this storyline, she reunites with both her exes, Robert and Luke, before being hauled off to prison. Holly later manages to escape and go on the run from bounty hunters with Robert and Luke. In the Markham Islands, the trio are joined by Robert's daughter, Robin, Luke's daughter, Lulu Spencer, Patrick Drake, Robin's boyfriend, Tracy's son, Dylan Quartermain, Anna Devane, Robin's mother, and Luke's current wife, Tracy Quartermain. The rivalry between Luke and Robert for Holly's affection is briefly rekindled during this adventure, and Holly plans a great escape with some found jewels, but her plan is thwarted when Anna interferes. Holly was last seen briefly in June 2006, taking a bubble bath and calling Luke to lead him on a wild goose chase for the jewels. And I watched that clip. It was really funny. 
they're in this property that one of her ex-husbands had owned, or maybe it was her deceased husband had owned, and there's just a bathtub in the middle of the living room, so there's no water connected to it. So Robert and Luke are both trying to get her attention, and they're filling up the hot water and getting this bathtub for her. She comes down the stairs, wrapped up in just a sheet, and is like, oh, luckily there was still linens in the linen closet, so I'll use this to dry off. Drops the sheet in front of both of them with no problem, climbs in this bathtub, and then they're both like, oh, do you need me to wash your back? Do you need me to do this? Is your water hot enough? Back and forth, back and forth. And then Luke goes off to fetch more water, and he doesn't return for a while because he's kind of scoping the place out to see if there's anything that interests him, any money or jewels or whatever. And so Robert's using that time to sweet-talk her, and then he makes a comment about, well, I bet if you say something about getting out of the tub, Luke will magically appear. And so sure enough, she's like, Luke, did you happen to find another towel or sheet? Because I'm getting cold. I'm just going to get out of the tub and... Robert will dry me off, and Luke appears instantly with this um, <laughs> sheet to wrap her up again so that she can dry off. So it was cute, you know how their relationship was, since, like you said, they were best friends, to see them playing off of each other. It was a really yeah. cute, typical scene between the two of them. Holly once again returns to Port Charles in 2009 to answer the question of whether or not new arrival Australian-born Ethan Lovett was her son, and also to reveal if Luke or Robert was his father. Ethan had previously met Holly while off on his travels after his adopted parents died when he was 15, but he had no idea that Holly was his biological mother. During this encounter, Holly told Ethan about Luke and Robert and gave him a picture of the two men, which he carried with him when he went to Port Charles to find Luke. So this is why I don't like her. She shows up in Port Charles, after Ethan's already been there, getting to know everyone, trying to figure out if he really is related to Luke, and he gets to know Lulu, and Lulu's attracted to him, and he doesn't know who his dad is, so they have a flirtation going, and it's back and forth, back and forth. Well, Holly showed up and said, I'll tell you who your dad is, I just need to get money first, and talks to Luke and won't tell him if he's actually Ethan's dad or not until he agrees to pay her off. And he's trying, or she's trying, Holly's trying to get Luke away from Tracy and gets Tracy's money. So she keeps saying to Luke, you know, why don't we run away together? Are you sure you really want to be with Tracy? She has all this money. You can pay me off, and then we can go away together. And so at one point, Tracy actually offers her $2 million to just take the money and answer the question, is Ethan his or not, and go away, because she keeps playing all these games and messing with Tracy and Luke's marriage. So that, like, kind of, I feel, justifies why it is that I had an issue with her. Um, yeah. Holly confirms that she's Ethan's Yeah, see, thank you. <laughs> Holly confirms that she's Ethan's mother and initially reveals that Robert is his father on May twenty second, two thousand nine. But after Robin tells Ethan that Robert was in Port Charles and not with Holly when he was conceived, Holly confesses that Luke is Ethan's father. So there was a DNA test that they had run and Tracy tampered with the evidence, so it came back that Ethan wasn't Luke's son. Right. And then Luke won't pay Holly the bunny, so Holly tells Ethan, no, Robert is really his father. So he goes to Robin's house 
and talks to Robin, and Robin says, no, I don't think that's possible. And at first, Ethan thinks she's just saying that because, you know, she has this illusion of her dad being perfect and doesn't want to believe that this could happen. And she's like, oh, no, no, I have no illusions about my dad. Like, I know how things are. I'm just telling you the timing doesn't match up here. He was in Port Charles. There's no way that he was off with your mom hooking up, creating you. So after well, and they go back to Holly. How old? Like, Ethan was supposed to have been born when Holly was presumed dead, right? Right. So okay. when they were saying that he was Luke's son, Lucky had already been born because Luke would have cheated. Luke did cheat on Laura. So he was older than Lulu, but younger than Lucky. So definitely younger okay. than Robin, obviously. Uh, it didn't give exact ages, but as they were having the conversations, that's where, like, how it all fell. I remember so that after DNA test of contention with Ethan's timeline, you know, with, okay, but when did that happen? Right, yeah, they were very close in age, so... I just know because Lucky had a huge problem. That was it was a good storyline back then. I know mm -hmm. everyone else was probably focused on Holly and stuff, but Lulu was really sweet then because she was excited about having Ethan as her brother once that all came out and it was good scenes between Luke and Lucky because Lucky was so angry that he would have cheated on his mom and he did kind yep. of have this perfect picture in his head of Luke and Laura's love for each other and he had already gotten over the fact of finding out that he had that Luke had raped Laura because they had this wonderful love story he had kind of forgiven that so to find out that then Luke had gone off and cheated on Laura had that all crumble so right. the scenes between the kids of the situation were really good that was kind of where I got lost for a little while I watched too many of those I'm sure after the DNA test between Luke and Ethan, this truth was confirmed. Both Luke and Ethan were angry with Holly for keeping this secret, and Ethan felt hurt and abandoned. But Holly made peace with both of them before she once again left town for London, England on June 2nd, presumably to be with Robert. Okay. Which, I this I thought was weird, so I just made a note of it. When Holly came back into town for that time, she stayed at Patrick's house. And that was whenever Robin was kind of in and out because she was struggling with postpartum. Mm -hmm. And so Ethan showed up and was like, yeah, Holly's been staying here. And Robin was like, oh, I guess Patrick forgot to mention that to me. And that was when Patrick's brother, Matt, was living there also. And Matt said some comment about was it okay if he like went after Holly because he thought that she was hot. And uh, Patrick was like, yeah, good luck with that. So That's it was cute the way. It was cute the way that they, like, connected it, because Robin talked very fondly about Holly and what a good stepmom she was. So right. that kind of took you back to the 80s where you were talking about she was nice and had a really good relationship. So that takes us to 2012. Holly returned to Port Charles again in 2012, just in time to stop Helena Cassidine from killing her son Ethan at Windermere Castle. Helena wanted revenge on Luke for killing her son Stavros Cassidine, so she was going to kill one of Luke's sons, Ethan, for retribution. Holly runs into the room and stops Helena just as she gives the order to kill Ethan. Holly explains that Helena would have nothing to gain by killing Ethan because he was Robert Scorpio's son, not Luke's. Helena does not believe Holly at first, but after Holly continues to stress her story is true, Helena halts her revenge and orders a DNA test on Luke and Ethan. 
Helena and her minions leave to conduct and test. Sorry. Helena and her minions leave to conduct the test, leaving Holly, Luke, and Ethan alone. With Helena gone, Luke and Ethan demand the truth, and Holly tells them she lied to save Ethan, and Ethan really is Luke's biological son. Luke then leaves the two to go find Anna Devane and comfort her over the loss of her daughter, Robin, which left Holly and Ethan time to bond, because that's whenever we thought that Robin was dead. Yes. Luke finds Anna, who shares with him that she is really worried about Robert, so Luke goes off to find him. Luke finds Robert on the side of a bridge about to jump off out of grief over losing Robin. In an effort to save his best friend and give him a purpose to continue living, Luke lies to Robert by telling him that Ethan is Robert's son, not his. Luke also tells him that Helena has taken Ethan captive and he needs to be rescued immediately. Luke then returns to Windermere and asks for Ethan's help in keeping up the lie. And I watched that. It was just basically how that explains it. Luke was sitting in one chair tied up and had obviously been beaten up by her minions. And Ethan was tied up to another chair. And Helena was rambling on like she does about how this is justice for all the things that Luke had done to her. And so now he was going to get to watch one of his children die. And Holly broke in and was like, no, 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 you're making a mistake. That's not his son. It's really Robert's. I mean, if you want to kill him, you can, but it doesn't really make much sense. And so they went back and forth, back and forth. And then Helena slips through the tunnel and is gone to run the DNA test. And then Luke comes back a while later and explains why it is that he wants to tell Robert that this is that Ethan's really his kid because he was ready to jump off the bridge, blah, blah, blah. And so they like hatch this plan. Holly is hesitant of the plan, but finally agrees to go along with it because it would keep Ethan safe from Helena. Ethan says goodbye to his parents and then leaves poor Charles. Soon after he leaves, Robert arrives at Windermere ready to save Ethan. Holly decides that she should accompany Robert to keep him off Ethan's trail and keep the ruse up for as long as possible. Holly and Luke say goodbye and then Holly leaves with Robert to find quote-unquote their son. And it just shows them leaving like that wasn't very any different than the way that it explained it there right and then in early 2013 anna devane with the real duke lavery because that was after we had done that whole guy in a mask that's not him back and forth blah 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 right is at the medical institution in switzerland and she says that holly off screen is there too since robert scorpio was injected with a deadly dose on august 2nd Luke is trying to get information from bank executives about Jerry Jack's summer 2012 ransom scheme, which was all that stuff that we didn't get into when we were talking about Jerry and all the things that he had done recently. Mm -hmm. uh, Luke hits a roadblock with the executives, and men dressed in all black come in. Someone shoots Luke, maybe Holly herself, as the people in black get the bank executive to unlock the bank computer. The rest of the black-dressed crew escorts the bank executives and two security guards while a mysterious person tries to find the information. Luke starts talking to the person nonchalantly. She takes off her mask, and it is Holly Sutton. Holly and Luke then go to Corinth, Pennsylvania, which it mentions, coincidentally, was the setting of the soap Loving, that they suspect is Jerry Jackson's hideout. They find an abandoned building with Dr. Liesel Obrecht. Holly tries to get information from Obrecht, but Obrecht escapes from Holly's gunpoint while Luke goes to investigate a mystery door. And they're like, in this, I watched this, they're in this weird warehouse trying to find 
what they are like how to get out and all this stuff i don't know how or why i guess obviously just to make storyline go but all these people were in the same place at once but she was trying to get information and then she got away Mm, sorry luke finds laura and learns that their granddaughter is being born they split up with holly tracking down dr obrek and jerry jacks while luke and laura went back to pc for the birth during the summer of 2015, Holly, off-screen again, becomes aware that her son Ethan was staying at an apartment. She went to the apartment to visit him, but was surprised and distraught to see the apartment was in shambles and in disarray, but not the slightest sign of Ethan. She did find something interesting among all the mess and found a book of matches that had a logo on it belonging to some hotel in Vancouver, Canada. So then she went there, gun in hand, in case she ran into danger. She picked a hotel suite to raid, and that is when, by chance, encountered Luke and Laura. So this, this was the, was it the last time we saw Lucky? Was that 2015? That's when Luke was leaving. Okay, so that, that makes sense then. So Luke and Laura were looking for Lucky because he had been taken, and um, Holly and Luke were looking for Ethan because he had been taken at the same time. This was when... Just like side story, when Dante cheated on Lulu because he was convinced that she was hooking up with Dylan, but really Dylan was just helping Lulu find Lucky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. As I was watching, I was like, what? Oh, I remember this. It doesn't feel like it was that long ago, but it was. So the two women point guns at each other because one thinks the other plays a role in her son's abduction and to, until... Luke makes the women lower their weapons, at which point Holly is shocked when Laura reveals Lucky has been abducted as well. The two ladies team up with Luke to recover the two boys. When they do find Ethan is standing, when they do find Ethan, he is standing on a bomb. So Luke breaks into this door to find Ethan. Well, I'm sorry, I'll back up a little. Lulu and Dylan pretend that Lulu is pregnant. Really, she's just jammed a bag of some type of like coffee beans or something. I don't know exactly what it was up her shirt to pretend that she was pregnant and in labor. So the two yes. guards that were handling them escort her to a van. They're going to take her to the hospital, blah, blah, blah. So while they're off doing that, Luke is able to get into this room and finds Ethan standing on this bomb that is like a pressure bomb. So he can't move or the whole place is going to blow up, blah, blah, blah. And of course Luke is able to disarm the bomb and, they don't get blown up um of course of course like of course and this is when the writing for lulu was good too yes yeah and it was all or it was no it would have been um, yeah it was new lulu but that was when she was still kind of new right yeah but i can't remember when it's not like they changed her because of the new cast it's she used to be spunky even with current casting the writing was way better that was a fun not that I wanted anyone thinking that she was cheating on Dante, but that was a fun, you know, situation to put her in because she was definitely acting like a Spencer during that time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So let's see. Um, Luke gets him safely off Holly, but then Holly and the rescue team are held hostage by Frank Smith. So he gets Ethan off of the bomb. And as they turn around to walk out the door, in comes these guards that are now armed again with laura and holly and lulu and dylan and so they're like you know get over there we're gonna take charge your plan has been 
we've overcome you or whatever. And then Lucky comes flying in out of nowhere and starts shooting up the place and shoots the guards. <clears throat> and then Laura pulls her gun and Luke pulls his and there's like a shootout or whatever. So Frank Smith is who has done this whole elaborate plan of kidnapping them and he ends up shooting Ethan. So Holly takes Ethan to the hospital and in the middle of that is the whole like family reunion between Luke and Lucky and Laura and Lulu. And so it ends with, okay, they're going to go to the hospital. And then they realize that Frank Smith isn't actually, actually dead. And so Luke shoots him again and says, do you have any dying words? And that's whenever he says, well, Lucky was involved with this. And that took us into the whole Jake is still alive storyline. And so Luke shoots him a few more times to make sure that he's actually dead. But you don't see Holly again after that. She took Ethan to the hospital, and that's the end of seeing her. And then the last note says, on April 14th, 2020, Holly was killed by a hitman under the orders of Peter August. Six days later, Robert was informed of Holly's death. I don't believe I that she's really dead, but we'll dead. see. Yeah, I don't think she is either. <laughs> I mean, she's no official information on that. Yeah, the the um Wikipedia page does not say that she's not dead. It ends like that, but just my personal opinion. I mean, how many times have we said they've all died so far? So I don't think that she's actually dead, but no. that's where we're at with her. I was really, I really enjoyed this research. I really, really enjoyed watching her and Robert together. Yeah, I need to go back and watch the videos from beforehand because I just, you know, researched my half of it. And as I was researching it, I was like, see, I am justified in not liking her. She was really nasty with Tracy. I felt really bad for Tracy through all this. Well, and especially if that's your first exposure to her, is her trying to extort money and lying yeah, trying to, to extort money. That supposedly loved by, oh, he's your son. No, he's your son. No, he's your son. I can understand why you wouldn't have liked her yeah yeah because it changed seriously it must have been like five different times she was like oh yeah luke he's yours no he's not yeah he is and it's ridiculous and so i, I think that's what made me form my opinion of i don't like her very much she's lying about her kid's paternity she's trying to get money out of what may be her baby daddy and then she's trying to break up a marriage that she could tell that luke was happy with tracy and not that there's ever an excuse to break up a marriage, but you know what I mean. Their marriage was not on the rocks. They were together and happy, and she just kind of acted like she owned Luke and she was taking him back, and this is how it was going to be done. And luckily, in the end, Luke did say, no, he wasn't leaving Tracy, but I don't know. that That's why I didn't like her very much. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to check out the 80s and see whenever she was all lovey-dovey with Robert and oh. nice to Robin. It was so sweet. It really, really was. And I'm going to try my best to get them back into order because they're also <laughs> all out of order. So I will mm -hmm. try my best. <laughs> so, yeah, I liked researching her. That was a good idea. Thanks. Absolutely. Thank the writers for trying to kill her. Right? That's perfect timing to get me reinterested in her. Exactly. And now, you know, she's actually going to be dead just because now you're like, you know what? Maybe she's not too bad. <laughs> That would be true soap form. But I really did. I really, really enjoyed. And, oh, oh, and there was somebody else that popped up during my research. Jackie Templeton. Oh, yeah. See, I don't know anything there either. I know a little bit about her. And it was really, it was fun to watch Demi Moore 
being on General Hospital. And like I said, I had no idea that Greg Brady was on there, too. Right. They need to get, I mean, I guess you don't know that people are going to be stars before they end up being stars, but they need to get some more future stars on there making appearances. Well, Greg Brady would have been after the Brady Bunch. Right. Because he was an adult, so. Yes. And his name's Barry Williams, I do know that. Yeah, that was whenever they used to have uh, Richard Simmons on all the time, too, was the 80s going into the 90s. Yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. You have anything else to talk about? No, I think we're good. So join us on Monday as we do our weekly recap of this week's shows. And don't forget to join us on Sunday, May 3rd for our first book club meeting. Go to Facebook and look for the General Hospital Fan Book Club. Have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier54Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at pier54podcast at gmail.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.